I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wood inside. Welcome to another edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I'm stepping in for Lance today because I'm not sure if you guys know this, but Lance, the Berju, never been in the same room at the same time. I mean, it's, it's just never happened. I'll, I'll leave you guys to draw your own conclusions from that. But he's missing this week for obvious reasons. Uh, honestly, I'm yeah, shocked. Yeah, he's, they let he's him in dead in a ditch from from jerking off so much from uh, Du Bronx giving props to the Bear <laughs> Drew. Bear Drew. <laughs> calling him calling him the European big nog and shit. Like, Lance just dehydrated. It's 120 <laughs> degrees out, just in a ditch, all shriveled up and shit. Uh, I, I like how we had all these people waiting, and then we start the show and instantly lose like half of them. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's joining us already. I'm sure uh, we'll we'll get some good comments in the chat, as always. But we're here to break down UFC London. We're going to do a quick little recap of last week's UFC on ABC 123 card. Um, fun stuff. Fun stuff happening there until the main event that uh, I know Sean made some money on it. But, I mean, that sucked because that was going to be an awesome fight. He's hit some greasy ones this year. Uh, there, there's been <laughs> a couple it. mains. And you he's, need he's it. Hit, he's hit some greasy fucking shots this year. I, was I think it's, uh, it's karma. Every time Lance makes fun of him for losing yeah. the, uh, the Edgar Munoz, Munoz bet, uh, something good happens to Sean for it. I mean, it, it kind of uh, happens with you, too. Every every time he makes fun of your big props that never cash, you like stumble onto a plus twelve hundred. You know, I know we yeah, need Lance just... shitting on our best more, uh, yeah. Brad. We'll Seems do what we can tonight. I know I've got one in the the opener tonight that uh, is something he is going to shit all over. So yeah. that's going to be fun. Uh, I think you're on board with me on that one too, Sean. Yes, sir. But uh, not a lot that we could take away from last week's... Actually, before we get into that, they booked a whole shitload of fights this week. Yeah. Like, yeah. all the fights. I, I don't know. Uh, I think wouldn't call they... them fights, but I think one might be a sacrifice. <laughs> Some, a couple. They, they, Which one? They booked a couple murders, man. Well, the bald bozo fuck getting this sacrifice of, of a guy that he really can't stand anymore. That was just... That's one. And then sacrificing a guy that he likes. Yeah. But does, he, but does he? Yeah. yeah he brings in, brings in money. After, I mean, after his last fight when he was like talking about one of the toughest, scrappiest dudes that we've ever seen in the division calling him a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, anyway, that's, uh, shaping up to be quite the card. I'm not going to get too excited about that paper it right now. Two eight is ridiculous. Like they that just keep adding. Two seventy nine is fucking horrible. And two eight, two eighty could be like two pay-per-views. It's fucking ridiculous. Yep. 
Uh, I gotta give those fights back. Yeah. Um, how are you guys doing? Before we get into the the shit here, are are, are we good, Wes? I know you had a little milestone this weekend. That's uh, that's good stuff. Yeah, yeah, little man uh, made it a year. I I'm still shocked. It's actually been a year that quick. I mean. (laughs) I've had a kid that's year old. Fucking the teenager is married at this point. Like, what's what's wow. going on, man? Brad's shaving his head over, looking like the beginning of Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Like, <laughs> shit's wild. Now, had had a good time, man. Little little man is uh, he's something else, man. I've said it before, but it is one of the fucking coolest things ever to watch your your little dude like progress as a human. Like he's he's up walking and shit now, and it's like. You can remember when these dudes could, they just had to lay there. They couldn't move shit. They couldn't even open their hands. They got little fists. Now the dudes running you, around. Humans are very useless babies when you compare it oh. to the rest of the animal world. The most. Well, I mean, even at a year, literally all the dude does is eat, sleep, and shit. I mean, that's, yeah. you get some giggles out of him and stuff, you know, but I mean. Stumble around into shit. <laughs> I mean, they're like, a, they're, it's like taking care of a drunken midget. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's your that's your life taking care of I've been there. Midget. I've been there. <laughs> it's happened. <laughs> Brad oh, knows yeah, exactly yeah. what I'm talking about. Add some UFC fights, no big deal. Oh man. It that, it's too bad crazy. those adoption papers from, from Dougie and I never went through. Tennessee I mean, just doesn't uh, they don't appreciate the same sex yeah. couples. Yeah, it, it it's it's the state you were in, man. Like we should have been seeing that card in California. Y'all might have came home with a kid. <laughs> See that shit in Tennessee? It's like, nah, we don't we don't approve of that shit down here. Uh, Sean, uh, everything good on your end? Yeah, I mean, uh, of course, I had my wedding two weeks ago, and then of course I had to go to another wedding last weekend. So I'm glad that's out of the way. Now I can, you know, get back to chilling and enjoying fights for a little while until September comes, and then I'm going on a holiday for a month. So that'll be fun as well. Yeah, fun for me. I'll have to figure out how to post the podcast. Jeez. <laughs> Good luck. I I tried to make but, it as good proof as possible, but you know, you know how these you, things go. You you got a good document that you shared with me, so I'm sure I'll be able to figure it out. Um Yeah, is it fun watching your your in-province rival absolutely implode? Man. <laughs> like Oilers make finally make a little bit of a run. Yeah, it ended horribly, but uh, they made a good run. So you know, it was it was a good year. And then you see their their rival just imploding, uh, just glorious. I I love to see it. I mean, there's there's nothing I hate. The only the only team I hate more than the Flames is the Leafs. So I'll they're 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 right up there. So I'll, uh, I'll just, quite enjoy that. Just tell the Vander to stay out of the fucking sports world. Let's let's make a little run. He this should year. be good. He should be okay for about a year, year and a half. After that, that I can't promise anything. <laughs> that he can keep his nose clean for about that long. That's that's what it's been historically. After that, nobody, well, yeah, nobody show him the directions to the uh, the River Creek Casino. And, yeah, uh, and you'll be all right. <laughs> um, and about the weddings, you'll now that you went through the shit, um, you'll settle into like one or two friends a year get married and you actually get to enjoy it because you just like it's, it's one or two parties a year yeah yeah i, I already like, i'm kind of old now like i've already done that that was like the last mm. like 
eight years. You were the last one to get pandemic. married. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm last one. But, uh, oh. so yeah, it's, it's, it's not terrible, but, uh, you guys do it early out in God's country, huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Get out of the way. So then the second, the second time comes a little bit easier. All right, let's uh, let's get through this UFC on ABC three card. We kicked it off in the women's strawweight division. Emily Ducati beat up Jessica Pasta in that big schnoz of hers. Um, yeah, not a lot to add here. I was surprised at the twenty nine twenty eight a bit. <laughs> oh yeah, that, they, that they were bad. giving Penne every chance possible to to win that, and there was just no way. <laughs> Wes, did you watch? You didn't watch this shit, did you? Yeah, I mean, slightly on the phone. It's one of the few I got to watch where I ended up, but I, I had nothing. No, no cares, no bets, no nothing. At least it got out of the way early. Exactly. Yep. Next up, Munich got out of the way Munich. early. Munich. Munich. On the German. On the German. <laughs> and we're going completely the opposite direction this week, as expected. Um, yeah, I actually didn't watch this one. I didn't need to watch it. All I cared about was the result. And Dwight Grant is cut. So that's... Uh, Did he one... get cut? Yeah, yeah. he got <laughs> removed. Did a hair yesterday. Everyone was <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all I know about this not, fight. He's not good. Stolfus isn't great, but Grant is bad. Yeah, yeah. love it. Grant's a, Grant's a bum. This this was the perfect guy to get him one last time, like you know, a tough dude that he's not going to be able to get out of there, and then he's going to go against. Happened perfectly. Love it. Next up, everyone was uh, was all over the place on this fight, and uh, Jacoby made easy work of it. I, I I didn't necessarily think he had the power to get him out of there quite like that, but. Uh, Hey, there you go. Dustin Jacoby. Da unjung. Da unhung. It's, uh, I mean, those, those powers that you absorb only last for so long. It's like a, it's like a Viagra. When you beat somebody with the hog powers, if it lasts more than four hours, go see a doctor. I'm glad he got steamed because I was going to bet him as a dog. And then he got steamed and I was like, yep, I'm not, I'm not playing that. There's other things I'm just going to leave alone. And sure enough, you, I'm sure you ended up playing him because Jacoby turned to a dog, or did you did not listen yeah. to yourself? Oh, there we no, go. No, I, I actually listened to myself. Wes was uh, <clears throat> smart on this one as well. Absolutely. Yeah, the the line going like it did was kind of why it was an ad for me as well. Uh, I was really split on this fight. All it was back for. I mean, I I like I like the unknown. Like he, I made some money off of him. Uh, I think this was a pretty big step up, man. Uh, Brad, I think Brad's right too. I, I didn't, I didn't see Jacoby knocking him out in like the first round. I never, I never saw that. J- Jacoby usually doesn't show uh, big power like that. Uh, it didn't look like some kind of like really clean knockout. Uh, was a good punch. Don't get me wrong. So I kind of still like Dunn Hung. I, I want to. He he needs some more experience, man. Like this, I, I thought this was a decent step up early in his career, and I, I still think the dude's got some. Skills. He'll be bettable in the future, I think, especially coming off a loss like this. Um, you'll, you'll get some opportunities on him. Fucking massive dude at 205, too. Like, he's fucking huge yeah. at 205. Yeah, I think he's overcompensating. Um, <laughs> featherweight division, 
I mean, this went about as well as you could have predicted it going. Um, except I just needed Bill Algio to take a little bit longer. But yeah, round, Herbert round Burns, yeah, Herbert Burns oh. did not have it in him at all. That dude was toast after he didn't get that triangle. How does he have fucking Gil's blood right through? He's always been. He has always been the shitty Burns. You can never convince me otherwise. I don't care if he's landing fucking knees on Landwehr or whatever. He is who he was. I mean, he had his shot. Aljo has terrible takedown defense. He got him down. He just couldn't finish, and then we know what happens. Aljo's, he's got a motor, and he will run over a guy like that. I think, like, Gilbert Burns has said before, like, his brother is, is probably more skilled than him. Oh, okay. Like, we, we can see that for about three minutes. That dude has, like, they they cut out half of his heart and gave it to, to, to Gilbert. Because yeah, that, that dude will, he's done. And he will, li- he laid there and quit, man. Like, seriously, dude just laid there and quit. He carried him to the game. <laughs> carried him in his one, arms. One of the best I got that say that's gonna be an all timer. <laughs> fucking that's a hell of a deal carrying out his tried brother in his fucking arms, man. <laughs> uh, fun times, fun times. Another one that finished in the second round. Um, it, baby. This one was me being stupid because I actually did not make money on this fight because oh. I had Ricky Simon Vato by uh, by decision. I should have just should have just taken the money line, but uh, man, Ricky Simone is he's a dog. He got that dog in him. Dog and, on And uh, also, it was American grappler against <laughs> British grappler, which I'm going to completely well, contradict later exactly. in, uh, in the show. <laughs> well, I will give him. He, he's he's Welsh, so he's, he's Welsh. Little, he's not British. He's a little. He's a little bit better than a British guy. Wales is part of Great Britain, United Kingdom. Mm. Mm. It's only Ireland that doesn't count. Jeez. Do I need to do another geopolitics lesson oh, on this God. show? No, no, please. <laughs> I I didn't uh, like like you. I I sprinkled on decision, but I also took him straight. Yeah, uh, as was you the did consensus bet. Uh, yeah, I just have found that I've been trying to do that when I, when I'm going to sprinkle on a, a prop or play a prop like that, you got to, especially if they're a dog, you got to put a little money just on them straight. Cause, and Ganu by decisions happen and shit like that. Like you never know. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was impressive. He, he got him out of there. I, I did not expect that, but we'll take it. Simone's got, uh, like you said, the dog in him. He's, he's good. I didn't. I didn't see a, a finish either here, but uh, I just bet it straight. I took that plus money on uh, Ricky Simone, my biggest bet on the card. Um, Ricky Simone is fucking good. That that yep. that dude can fight. He he's got a little pop. He's got fucking cardio. The dude is massive at the weight. Uh, One thirty five is just fucking stupid. Like the the lower weight classes are just just absolutely ridiculous nowadays. Uh, and I like we seeing uh, some guys kind of like Simone at 135 and stuff that that can hurt dudes, that can get them out of there. I like that. It makes the maybe maybe we'll make the the divisions more uh, more popular to the you know the dudes that just watch you know. Hopefully, 
yeah, there, there's a, a time and a place to, to play the prop only. Um, you know, there was one that I did later on this card that actually worked out. But when it's plus 145 on the money line and plus 260 on the prop that you're playing, don't be an idiot like me. Just, just take the money line. Um, and we'll get to uh, we'll get to one of those on this upcoming London card as well. Middleweight division. Puna. Puna took out the lung ambulance. Um, didn't really didn't really see this coming, but man, cracked them right at the start of the second round. Good for Hawaii. They they needed it bad. Have <laughs> <laughs> have had a tough go recently yeah yeah the oh 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 puna and the you know the hawaiian contingent you know remember Tavares a week or two ago just shout out to our boy water show he's gonna ride that bucket that boat till it till it sinks man off the coast um yeah i mean the whole island's gonna sink i saw some video of people at a resort <laughs> in hawaii and the yeah, whole the wave just crashed. came over the whole seawall and White people um, running for their lives, man. I, Puna was looking really shaky, though. <laughs> like, in the first round at times, man. Like, I don't know about that guy. Like, I I, I, I faded him small here. Uh, I just don't – I still don't think much of the dude, man. I, I don't know what else, what else to say. I think he said some shit about camps and shit and stuff. I, I don't know, dude. He just I – don't, I don't know if he's that good. Nope. I agree. Sean, anything on this one? Nope. Next up, lucky Lauren Murphy. Did not need to get lucky in this one. Um, she was like, you know what? I don't appreciate that Misha Tate is prettier than I am. So by the end of that fight, she turned her into Chris Cyborg. She had the like the cheeks way up here, and you know, she was smiling. You couldn't even see her eyes. Still still look better though. With a with a twelve pack in you, which one are you doing? It's fucked up, Misha. That's that's a that's a fairly easy one there. Um, Lauren could rough me up, man. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, have a choice. Watch what you say around her. Yeah, <laughs> um, Misha Tate is beyond washed. Uh, you get lumped up by this chick that badly. Not good. Man, uh, I probably I know, shouldn't fight anymore. <laughs> I know other people were saying it, like that had to be some of the slowest hand speed I've ever seen inside. Ever, underwater, like, baby. Who, who? I'm sure we've seen some some other chicks, maybe even some older dudes, where their hands are slow. But man, it <laughs> it looked crazy. It didn't even look like it was in like real time. Almost like it was slowed down. She need that's it. I don't. She's talking about fighting again too. That's that's great. They need to like book her with Marion Renault again if she's gonna fight. Again. She should like, go like. You're in on Big Brother now. Go get CBS money. Like they're like yeah, go do the challenge. Like you want you want to fucking like the celebrity Big Brother try to get them to let you play the like they're yeah they moved the challenge to CBS. They are on the big yeah. time now. Like these, the channels can't make shit anymore. So it's like, man, MTV—they, that's their best show. Let's take it over. Let's move it over. 
Misha can go be on that man and and quit fight, man. It's done. Yeah. yeah. And also I don't know if this uh if it's coming up on this card at all, but man, the uh the implant crew is whew, struggling. Tough goal lately. Struggling real bad. Tough no. goal. Featherweight division again. I mean, this week or this past week was all like lighter weights and it was awesome. Uh, this week we've got all light heavyweights and heavyweights and hopefully it'll be awesome. But uh, question mark behind that. But Oh, Dan, welcome. Uh, I was I was just listening to his show uh, yeah. about an hour ago and if you haven't checked that out. Yeah, he went early for us. Yeah, that. we didn't need we didn't need to be going head to head with fucking uh, Dan Tom show. That's for sure. I thought he was trying to pull like the old uh, Anderson Silva James Irvin to our affliction on on this Ooh. one. <laughs> um, yeah, Shane Burgos, Charles Jordan. Uh, as I tweeted, the the attempted grapple fucking of Charles Jordan <laughs> by the coward Shane Burgos. Um, but he needed to, man, because you saw what happened when this fight was on the feet and Burgos was getting lit the fuck up. And that one scorecard that ended up being a draw, that judge got to the right answer, but in the most (laughs) wrong way possible. Um, and the other two judges that, I mean, none of them gave Jordan a 10, eight and a third which is insane to me because he was just destroying Burgos for like three and a half minutes straight, but great fight. Yeah, that was, that was uh, a fun fight. They better never cut Jordan. Uh, Cause he is, oh. is in awesome fights and he kind of gets screwed a bit by the judges, maybe a little. Uh, <laughs> so I just hope they, they don't cut him cause he's fun to watch. Yeah. Bargos, I, I think it was he got down to minus 150 or something like that. I ended up laying it and playing him straight. Um, I, I feel fortunate to 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 win that fight. Um, Bargos is just is what he is at this point. Like insane hands, incredibly insane chin, but God damn hit. it, he tested. He gets hit like kind of like I, I kind of look. I'll always kind of look at. Um, the trajectory of of Burgos and and Cater after they fought, kind of how both of those guys. Because I thought at the time both of them were similar, like similar, very yeah. good, yep. very good hands. Their stand up, their boxing was incredible. Um, I mean, Cater still gets hit a little bit, but man, he's just improved in so many ways to where Burgos is just the same guy. I think he's he's just gonna be that dude. Um, I watch him fight every time, but man, I don't. I don't know how much you could bet that guy laid juice on him. Like, I guess Jordan's pretty pretty good though. Um, like, he's in crazy good fights. Like Sean said, they better never cut that kid. Like, you're gonna get performances like that. Um, but man, Dusa can throw some heat and, and and throw some volume and got pretty good stand up. How, how long is this going? How long is that chin gonna last? Burgos is gonna fall apart sooner rather than yeah, later. Quick. It, it was looking shaky at times in this one. Like, it's coming. He was, like, pan- coming he was panic wrestling. <laughs> yeah, he was hanging on his back for like two minutes at a time. Like, it was, yep. it was ugly. Yeah. 
yeah, if he wasn't like 20 pounds bigger than Jordan in the cage there, uh, I think he might have been in a whole lot more trouble. But I don't know, maybe he moves up to, to 155 uh, at some point, and that'll help his, well, he's still durable, but that'll help him prolong his durability. More guys are trying to wrestle him. This takedown defense is pretty good. It'll probably help him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, round of the year. Cool. Match now. Sumaderji. Um, pants on the ceiling. I mean, the first round was good. First round. Yeah. Now never got rocked the 18 times that he got rocked in the second round because he should have subbed him in the first round. Um, but that second round was just insanity. I mean, he Sue rocked him like at least seven times repeatedly like, with ridiculous. the elbows. <laughs> the elbows just yeah, that was that was wild. Uh, normally, I hate Cormier on commentary, but him just like giggling out of glee at how good that fight was. I mean, I, I related to that in that moment. It made him as relatable as he's ever. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty much. Because that was all of us at the time. Just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the fight was bonkers. Um, either guy could have won it multiple times. Uh, that's that's pretty fun when you have a uh, fight that lasts, you know, how long it did, and both guys multiple times could have could have won. Love it. Yeah. Um... The, uh, the the sub getting there made that fight like so much yeah. even more enjoyable like crazy good fight then you catch like the kind of the avenue like most people that been watching Snell and like don't That's need the a way bunch it of had ta- to be. you don't need a you, bunch he wasn't of tape winning the decision. <laughs> like plus eight plus eight hundred and you need zero tape stuff zero to to land on on that bet here. Uh, Schnell's unders are starting to get there again, which is is nice. I've, I've hit a couple of those back to back. The Snell sub and yeah, that 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 round was insane. I don't so, some fights there get stopped. I think like being dropped oh, yeah. over I was, and over and over. You know, well, some fights get stopped when he's gets on top of Madurji and he's pounding the shit out of him too yeah, and busting him open. True. So. That's what I was worried about once it got there. I was just, yeah. I was clenched, being like, no, sweep them, go for the top and mount the triangle, do anything. That was insane, uh, man. What a round. Yeah. That, that's that's as good as it gets. Like, there's rounds that are definitely that good and shit. Um, it doesn't get much better. That was absolutely no. insane. Nope. Loved it. Also loved... Little Jangalang, Jangalang doing the damn thing again. One, yep. Sean? Nope. I even picked <laughs> against him. That's what I. That's what I. Get I know for, for going against. I Jangalang. know. Beautiful. I didn't expect him to get the knockout. I expected him nope. to like sort of take over as uh, Salikov was getting tired. Um, he but... was doing that though, right? Like he was winning yes. the. Yeah. He was winning the fight. I thought he was cruising to a decision. Like I didn't think he was. Gonna, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't think he was going to catch him. Yeah, good, good cash didn't though. He, didn't he lose the first round? Yeah, but he was, he was close. Fine. He he lost yeah. because of the takedown, and then he got right. the takedown back in the second round. So 
and he, he was, was easily second. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, uh, Salikov was slowing down like fast, man. Like that dude was, he was gassy quick. Salikov looked like a puddle of shit out there. Yeah, physically, he, he might have got, like... got old overnight. I don't know. <laughs> Supposedly, you saw us on vacation, but he didn't get the fucking notice. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, somebody who we thought got the notice, Michelle Watterson. Uh, I mean, got Just the takedown in round one, yeah. um, but then uh, Amanda Lamo uh, wasn't so Lamo in this one. Snatched up the the guillotine. Actually, I know that uh, I don't think he bet it, but I know our boy Dan Thomas called round two sub for uh, for Lamos in this one, which Damn. probably would have been like a plus two thousand ticket or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so. Dan, trust yourself. Come on, what are we doing here? Anyways, this shouldn't have been the uh, the co-main event. Um, Lemos has some some good power and some good finishing ability, though. So, I mean, I'll I'll watch her fights. Twenty eight hundred or five thousand. Lemos died as it by submission in round two, plus five thousand at one of the legal books. Wow. Wow. Hey. I know just like the straight up subline was like twelve hundred or fifteen hundred or something yeah. like that, um, but that's that's nuts. Um, yeah. And Water, then Waterson hit the hit the juice hard. I just don't get that. Like she crapped out. <laughs> nope. I mean, actually, she was doing what she needed to do. She was getting taken yeah. down. Like she was staying out of exchanges for the most part, and then yeah. getting takedowns, and that's what she needed to do, but wasn't enough still, because she's not very good. Yep. Uh, and we already kind of talked about the the main event. You can't really take much away from that. I mean, Yair was landing a bunch on the feet early, which everybody expected, and then Ortega got a body lock and was able to get him down, and I think a lot of people also expected that, so it was all about what happened while it was on the ground or while Yair tried to get up, but uh, by no means was this Yair submitting Brian Ortega. I mean, that uh, wasn't what he was trying to do. It's just the dude's arm popped out of his shoulder. I will. I will say that um, that that is a win. Like there, I I get all that, and I I agree with all oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. A dude gets hurt in a fight. Like he wins. Because, like he, yeah. he wins that fight. Like because there's some people you could, you could get unlucky the other way and you get a yeah. loss. Like I mean, it's, that's John Jones had a toe hanging off. I mean, if he doesn't yeah, he finish it, he doesn't finish a guy in that round. He's losing his title because they're stopping that fight. Yeah. His bone was hanging out. I mean, that's winning though. Like if you hurt a guy in a fight and, and he gets hurt, that's a win. I'm not taking anything from it. Like there's some people that don't count that whatsoever. Like that's that is a win. Like Ortega got hurt. I don't put anything in it though. Like on the other hand, I don't put anything in that. Yes. Um, can, can Yair move on with his career? I mean, if that's what they want to do, like he, he got to win there. Um, Ortega's going to be probably out for a little while and stuff. Yeah. He, he moves on as, as like he got to win. Yeah. Don't Seems have like Yair hang fun. around for a rematch or anything stupid like that. Yeah. Yep. That's going to take, that's going to take too long. I think. Um, I think we just missed out on what was going to be a fun fight. Uh, yeah. 
if 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 Ortega doesn't get us early sub, it was going to be a fun one because they're both going to be <laughs> swinging in there. So it was it's yep. going to be a fun one. But oh well. All right, that does it for UFC on ABC three. We're moving on to UFC London. I feel like I've got a light flickering above my head, which is annoying as hell. Um, but I'm going to power through for you guys. You do it. All right. Great. Great. Uh, Great. We're, we're, we're across the pond, as they say, for this one. There's a whole shitload of British fighters on here. Um, actually, I think it, it's all British fighters. There's no Irish guys on this card, which is kind of strange for these ones. So they might actually uh, unless... do well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody from uh, SBG, I assume. Um, but we'll go through this card top to bottom as we always do. Kicking it off in the welterweight division, we have Nicholas blinded me with science Dolby taking on Claudio Hannibal Silva. Sean? This just comes down. I just, I just don't think Dalby is is that good. Um, he's he's been he's gearing up for an OnlyFans career. He's showing off his I crack mean, on the on the gram. I, I I thought they would have to blur that shit out. I mean, I think that goes against the old Instagram uh, <laughs> policies or whatever. But uh, he had the tramp stamp, right? Like it was. Uh, oh, was it's that, was that it goes all the way down. Oh, I guess it's the I, whole. I think, yeah, I guess it's not. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that tattoo goes all the way down into the hole. Ooh. How far that thing was reaching down. That's that's a fun time. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I just don't think he's that good. Like he's I guess he's competing against and I mean he that win against Daniel Rodriguez. I don't know what happened to Daniel Rodriguez in that fight, but um I don't know if he just had an off night, but I just don't think he's that good. I don't think Claudia Silva is that good either, but I think he can get some takedowns here. And if he gets some takedowns, he's kind of dangerous on the ground. Um, I know Dalby doesn't have any subs on his record other than, you know, when he did get subbed, but USADA is lame as fuck. Um, <laughs> I, I threw a, a half unit on Silva inside the distance at plus 500. So, uh, the sub line was only like plus 550 where I could get it, so I just went with inside. Yeah. Um, I think he's got a shot. I think he can get him down, and, and then who knows what happens there. Wes? Yeah, I'm, I agree with uh, pretty much a lot of what Sean said. Uh, I just I don't, I don't think much of Dolby, and uh, I know Claudio Silva's getting kind of old, um, but you know he's still going to go in there and get five to seven minutes of good scrambling, trying to get the dude down. He'll go all out for, for a sub. Um, kind of like plus 500 or so uh, for inside the distance. Uh, I mean, even even his money line over uh, two to one, just he's going against a dude I just don't think is very good, and I don't think can, can stop a round and a half of Claudio Silva all over him like a fucking gremlin trying to take him down and shit, so I'll, I'll take a little shot on that as well. I, I play Claudio Silva uh, straight, and then uh, I sprinkled on inside the distance. Super gremlin, or is he too big to be a super gremlin? He's he he doesn't look like he got he gets many plates of the the good yam. So we'll, we'll just say regular regular, regular gremlin. Gotcha. Um, I think back in the day uh, when when Claudio Silva first came into the UFC. 
I would consider that he could win a decision as well uh, because he adds, you know, a little bit more gas back then. Now I just think it's kind of sub early or bust for him. Um, so I actually have a, a quarter on Silva sub round one at 1300. Uh, I think that is his path in this fight. And if not, I really don't think that Dalby is going to knock him out because Dalby doesn't knock anybody out in the, the UFC. Knocked a bunch of guys out back in Cage Warriors back in the day. Um, but nobody really in the UFC. He doesn't have a lot of power. But man, him posting about his struggles and stuff like that, if you know what he's been through uh, in the past, which may involve some, uh, some adult beverages, is just kind of a not inspiring scene uh, for those who are looking to, to bet Dalby, um, which I never was in the first place. So I, I tossed a little bit on Silva. I think he's just going to wildly chase a takedown and there's a decent chance that he gets it early because Dalby is not a good wrestler. And I am considering uh, a little play. I've already got a way too much money on this card, um, but I'm considering a, a little play on Silva, no cards, so if it goes to decision, bet gets canceled, that's at like plus 170, which I think if anybody's live for a finish in this fight, it's going to be Claudio Silva. I don't think that Dalby has a lot of finishing potential here. And Silva flops to his back and, you know, he's fine protecting himself on the bottom. He'll, he'll take a beating for a couple of rounds to get to the, get to the cards. Moving on, women's flyweight division. Uh, Mandy, I, I learned this from, uh, from our boys over at the, the Dogger Pass podcast, but, uh, correct pronunciation, Mandy Bum, Mandy Bum, taking on <laughs> Victoria Leonardo. Um, wow. This is a fight that is happening. Sean? This is bad. I, Leonardo's got finished in both her UFC fights. Not easy to do in women's flyweight. Uh, and the other lady lost to Eric. They're not real finishes. Brad will tell you about those. I'm, I'm aware, yeah. but the fight ended before 15 yeah. minutes. I don't care how it happened. She was not able to continue. You're right. You're or somebody right. said that she wasn't able to continue. I don't care how it happened. It's still not good look at all. And then the other lady lost to Ariana Lipsky. Um <laughs> I, so I was under. gonna. We're going under. Of course. How, how could you not? <laughs> Just absolutely hammer thunder uh, the under. No, uh, I I really don't care. Uh, I was. The rule states that you have to take the dog, and yep. that was gonna be Leonardo. Now it's pick him. So I will just say uh, there is no dog. So I will take uh, draw the bum. The, the bum. bum. I will take the bum. <laughs> the bum. Which which one? Whichever one did not get finished twice. What what were the lines on uh, on Tout Master for this one? Fifteen and minus one fifteen and minus one hundred five. Ah oh, shit! I was hoping that they yep. got opened before the line flipped. Man, no. oh well. Wes. Yeah, I don't. I don't have shit. This is ours. <laughs> Any kind of money, but. Uh... The Leonardo chick, I, I, I will say, the, the one knockouts kind of stand, ref just kind of steps in because 
she got hit a dozen times. Um, her fighting with that that broken arm last time was it, at least you know she's she's fucking tough. This other chick's getting finished by fucking Lipsky and shit. Like I, I'm I'm taking Leonardo because she has flipped uh, to the slight dog at this point, and gotta take the dog in a very very shitty women's fight. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll take Leonardo. Moving on. Um, lightweight division. This one is also a bum fight, but should be a little bit more fun. Jai Herbert, Kyle Nelson, Canadian pound for pound number 76, Kyle Nelson, moving up to lightweight after a couple of years off. Uh, do, do you think he got on the juice for this one, Sean? No, he got on the Corona diet and put on the solid 1520 <laughs> right in the, in the keg region. Um, Matt, what did Jai Herbert do to the, uh, matchmakers and shit? Like they gave him grandpa Trinaldo and Moicano back to back in his UFC career. I, they gave him a little bit of a layup against comma worthy. Fair enough. And then toss him in there against Ilya Tapuria. Like, this dude's fought some fucking monsters. Um, I don't, like, Herbert's decent, but I don't know, like, I I think he's going to beat Nelson. Nelson's not good. Um, I just wonder if it's going to be one of those things where Herbert, um, he looked good in a loss to a very good guy, and then maybe he gets kind of over overvalued there. Um I'm staying away from parlaying him. Obviously, I think he's going to win more often than not, so I'll pick him in Telemaster. But um, it does scare me a bit, him getting finished and kind of doing one of those things where you look good in a loss. Wes? Oh, Steve, you're great. (laughs) Uh, What a nickname, though. The Black Country Banger. Love it. do it different in England. It's hard to hard to do the show sometimes when Steve shows in the chat. Um, yeah, Sean's right, man. Like, I don't I don't know what they think of Jai Herbert, but man, the dude's gotten like just crazy fights over the past couple of years. Um, I, I see a few people uh, parlaying Herbert here, and, and most like him. I think even Lance is uh, is putting him in a parlay. Um, I, I get it. Kyle Nelson's really bad. I think this probably stays up, turns in, into a kickboxing match, and Herbert's just way better there. Um, usually always fights good over uh, in England, too. Um, I just, man, that that's a steep price on a dude. He's got some losses, man. I know it's against good guys, but it's just kind of, it feels kind of shaky to me, man. Um, I'm definitely going to pick Herbert, but it, it just, that price, man, it seems like a stay away to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm picking Herbert as well here. I, I think that, I mean, Nelson is a guy that has not fared very well when fights go out of the first round, um, more so in the UFC than on his regional scene, because he used to actually be able to get finishes on the regional circuit. And I've been watching Jai Herbert long enough to know that he's got 
Like, he slows down a bit, but he's still dangerous throughout a fight. And I think he's going to be dangerous enough in this one that he'll catch Nelson sometime in the second or third round uh, once Nelson starts to get tired. And Nelson doesn't seem particularly durable. I mean, he got completely slapped by Billy Q. And Billy Q doesn't... Does not I know I was a beatdown for the fight, but the the actual knockout was yeah. out of nowhere. Um, so I don't know if it was he was sick of it after ten minutes of, of getting beat down, um, but it looked like he just got knocked out. So I don't love that. I think that Jai Herbert's probably going to kick him in the head at, at some points in this fight. And honestly, Herbert looked pretty good. He's one in three in the UFC, but he's looked like decent. Um, in every one of his fights almost yep he was beating or even with Trinaldo and the third round was going to decide that one uh, Moicano beat him up and then like he almost knocked out Ilya Tapuria who's supposed to be the greatest featherweight who ever lived and now he's facing a not good featherweight so he did, he did have Tapuria oh god this yep. shit was yeah. it? Was it? Was that a, a short notice fight? Did that it end up was. being like a? It was. I, yeah. I yeah, because Tapuria went up to one fifty five for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's um, right. Herbert was like way bigger than him. Still, it's still Herbert's going to be way bigger than Nelson too. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that uh, um, that uh, Herbert inside the distance, I think, is around even money. Yeah, I don't see it being a sub either. I don't know if there's much of a difference between the inside yeah. and the TKO price. Um, and not really. Minus <laughs> 115 for inside. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> probably, that's probably true. That is, yeah, um, yeah I'll, I'll take Jai Herbert. I think he probably gets a stoppage in this one. Um and I don't think Nelson has the punching power to to sort of bring it back the the other way, uh, quite like the other guys that Herbert has been facing recently. So, die Herbert for me, no bet on that one. Flyweight division, Mohamed Mukhaev, big time Mook. After seeing all of his posts on uh, on Instagram and Twitter and whatever he's doing. I mean that that gun was bigger than he was in that picture. This this little fella, uh, and he's taken on Charles Johnson, LFA champion. Uh, if you've been watching any of the the regional stuff recently, this guy's pretty good. I I think this is going to be a decent scrap, Sean. Yeah, like I was I was going to ask you guys. Like I, I I haven't watched LFA in a in a very long time, so. Uh... I think if if you watch it religiously, you, you know who this guy is. I think you could probably have an angle on this fight. It's a pretty wide line. Like, um, the Mukiev, you know, came in with all kinds of hype. And, yes, he dispatched Cody Durden in seconds. But that's nothing too, too special. Um, I don't know. Like, is is Charles Johnson worth, worth a shot here? Like, that is a big line. You can get... Uh, you can get like almost like plus three eighty five, three seventy five on on Johnson. I don't know. I I've never seen him. I'm I'm leaning on you guys. Uh, I guess the pick will be the Mukiev by submission. Wesley. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know if Johnson worth the. I definitely touch the that kind of price. I'm just not sure. Johnson. 
stop He's got decent defense. Um, I will say the dude hits, and he's been in four or five round title fights in LFA against some decent competition. Uh, it's probably dog or pass. I wouldn't be parlaying this guy. I, I guess uh, Johnson's probably an unknown to most, but he's decent enough. Um, I was I was looking at the under myself. I think there's a possibility of Johnson maybe stopping some takedowns and landing some big stuff. Or if he can't stop those takedowns, I think Sean's right. And it's, it's probably going to be uh, moved by sub eventually. So um, that's probably the route I'm going to go. I haven't bet it yet, but I think it was around minus 110 the last time I looked. Um, uh, on a side, I'm probably going to pick Johnson and, and Doubtmaster. It's Ooh, trying he, to make up his points. He's live here. He's a little bit. He's a little bit live. I, I still think the the move probably wins this fight though. Top game, uh, if not probably. I think Streamyard's t- trying to censor Wes because every time he was trying to say that uh, Charles Johnson's not going to be able to stop the takedowns, it was kind of like glitching out on him a little bit. <laughs> but, so you're going to uh, keep it up and knock this dude out. <laughs> There we go. Now you sound I, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think that's exactly what's going to happen, though, is Charles Johnson's dangerous on, on the feet, but uh, lesser wrestlers have taken him down plenty throughout his uh, his career up to this point. And I think that as much as the, the MOOC is an idiot online, this kid's good. Uh, he's got potential. He's going to show up and, um, you know, he was my, my breakout pick for, for flyweight for this year. So got to stick with him at this point and maybe he'll get a number next to his name after beating this UFC debuting fighter. Uh, I know it was supposed to be somebody else, or I think it was supposed to be somebody else. Uh, and then they had to rebook this one late and Johnson's taking it on a little bit of short notice. Um, don't know if that's true. Just kind of making it up. Feels good. Feels right. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go Mook. And uh, unlike Wes, uh, I think that Johnson has never been finished. Um, he always seems like pretty in control and, and never really in danger in fights. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm thinking Mook decision here. Um, I wish that was a bigger line because of all the hype that he's got. But I know that Dimes has the over one and a half is still at minus 175. Uh, and I think I'll probably throw that in the parlay because I think regardless of how it goes, it's probably going to take, you know, at least a couple of rounds for, for somebody to get there. <clears throat> Featherweight division, we're getting the the good stuff now, or at least some of it. we got Mr. Finland taking on, Sean, this guy's been a, a money train for you and I. Nobody else has believed. Nobody else We've been there all along. I just, JSP. I get him. I get him right and wrong with this dude. Like I'll be, I'll bet him and he loses. I won't bet him. I'm gonna it's try tough. to get one right. I'm gonna try to get one right this time. All right. Actually, Wes, we'll start with you. Let's let's get it right here. Okay. Yeah, I just think uh, the the JSP uh, don't don't ever don't ever compare him to. GS. Uh, embarrassing. I I just think uh, 
he he he's gonna want to grapple too, man. I I think this is gonna hit the mat, and I think when it does, we're gonna have uh, Mister Finland pulling something off like he does, man. When when dudes decide to take him down, um, I think that probably happens here. Uh, Pierce likes to get into the clinch and stuff a lot, uh, and if he plays that that kind of fight here, uh, I like Mister Finland. So um, at, at plus money price. Um, I think you're getting a decent price to see if uh, he can pull off a sub on on uh, on Jonathan Pearson. Um I can't remember what the sub line was. Uh, I don't think it was too much better like than three fifty three. I think three seventy five was the highest I saw, but uh, three sixty right now is the highest out there. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think uh, I think you got to put either that or inside the distance. Uh, uh, into your bet as well, because that's that's probably the way that that he's going to win. If this goes 15 minutes, it's probably Pierce on top, controlling and winning rounds. So I, I think you need uh, I think you need Mr. Finland to to pull off uh, something like he, he likes to do. So I like him to do that. I like him by sub, and uh, I'll take some of that dog money. Sean, yeah, I just don't get this line. Um... I know Amir Kwani, Marconi has is a very flawed fighter. But Pierce is going to just go into his realm. So like he's going to give him all the chances to do what he wants to do instead of, you know, getting his take takedown stuffed and having to stand on the feet and getting lit up. Like Pierce is going to grapple and and that gives Marconi a ton of chances to do to lock in a sub. So I uh, I've made money on on Pierce. I I get it, but this is just like not a great uh, not a great matchup. Like it's kind of like the Grundy fight. Grundy's gonna force grappling, and and that's a dangerous game to play against Americani. So uh, I got two units on Americani at plus one eighty, and I threw a half unit on him uh, by sub at plus three seventy five. Yep, um, I'm right on board with you guys. I mean. Pierce wants to grapple. Uh, so far in his UFC fights, he's landed like six takedowns, five takedowns, six takedowns, four takedowns. Like this dude. The comes only time he didn't land a takedown is when he got knocked the fuck out by Joe Lozon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The only time he didn't get to take a takedown was when the fight went 90 seconds. Yeah. Um, and I'm not even sure I buy this uh, this narrative that if this fight goes the distance or if it goes long, that Pierce is going to be the better wrestler. Amir Khani is probably the most underrated wrestler in the UFC in, I don't know, past five years, ten years. Like yeah. This dude takes everybody down. I mean, the only guy he didn't take down was Grundy. That's because Grundy took him down and he choked him out in like three seconds in their last fight. He didn't have a chance to take him down. But Amir Khani is an awesome wrestler. Uh, I think that if these guys get into the clinch, that he's going to be the stronger of the two. He's going to be able to get takedowns. If Pierce shoots on him, uh, we had our, our boy Water Show pull up a picture of Pierce in the chat, and that dude has a neck like a giraffe. Um, he's going to get, he did, he did all, he did all the neck, the neck capping that we need. Yeah, man, exactly. Somebody had man. to do it. <laughs> there's hog analysis. There's neck analysis. You got to know how to break all, down. This only, game. only fans analysis. Like we got, mm-hmm. 
We just got professionals. Got Diverse. We got a diverse group looking at things for us. Um, But yeah, I like Amir Khani. I didn't even go sub or inside the distance here. Uh, Probably how he wins, but uh, that wrestling angle kind of makes me think that a decision isn't completely out of the question. And uh, I also did take a little bit of uh, Amir Khani round one plus 800 because I can see it happening just right away. Pierce shoots, Mirkani wraps up some sort of front headlock, and, and that's all she wrote. So, I mean, this is Pierce going from being like a plus 200 dog a bunch of times to now a minus 200 favorite against the best guy that he's faced. So, I I, I got to go Mirkani here. <clears throat> Um, very early in the week, there was a, a plus 198 still hanging around at, at FanDuel. So I grabbed that uh, and I got some plus 185. Uh, I think that was BetMGM uh, on like Tuesday. But we're going to give uh, the real line because this is the consensus bet of the week. Makwan Amir Khani, Mr. Finland, greatest tapology picture in all the land. Plus 165 is what's out there right now. That is the consensus bet of the week. Get it done, sir. Another flyweight fight. We've got Charles Hossa, uh, Charlie Rose, coming over to take on Nathaniel Wood, who hasn't fought in forever. But this dude's going to be juiced to the gills, moving from bantamweight to featherweight in his hometown or home country, whatever. England's like one big city, I assume. Never been there. Don't care. They have bad food. Nobody likes it. Uh, But Nathaniel Wood, Charles Rosa, uh, Sean, over under two and a half minutes that Charles Rosa will not be on his back in this fight. (laughs) Way way over. Over. A better line is like nine and a half minutes. (laughs) No, no. I said that he won't be on his back. Oh, will oh. be. Oh, definitely under then. <laughs> because either I think Wood's going to get him down and lay on him forever, or Wood is going to get him down and finish him. And then that hit that under hits anyway. So, um, yeah, I, I have a hard time seeing Rosa winning this fight. He is, uh, Wood is coming up in weight. So, I mean, that could kind of stop his takedowns a little bit but rosa's takedown defense is just so bad and his bottom game is so bad um i think it's just going to be one-way traffic but there are a little bit of concerns with him coming up and wait so i i wouldn't even it's not really even worth parlaying he's like minus 550 what is he yeah 580 something like that it's getting Uh, up to 600 just pick him and move on wes yeah I uh, I think I bet on Rosa last time or the time before, thinking that uh, I bet on him against Minner whenever that fight was. Yep, same. There, there was one of my bet on him too, thinking that he's gonna catch a sub or stop a takedown. But no, no, he has the worst, the worst takedown defense that I think I've ever seen in my life. That man falls to his back, but he doesn't get subs and shit anymore. Like I, I don't, I can't remember the last time he pulled something off. Like He's not doing it here. Um, Sean is right. The line's crazy. The move up and wait. It's just, it's one of those fights, man. Just just pick the dude that's 
absolutely going to win and, and move on. If there was anything that uh, I would I would look at uh, if you got it is maybe uh, Jones points handicap is like minus two fifty, but that's usually only one place you can you can get those early right now. I don't know who else uh, if anybody else posts them later in the week, but uh, that's not a bad price. That that cuts over half off of his line, uh, and I think he, he's either going to finish or he's going to. This is um, this is thirty twenty seven type shit. Rose is going to be laying on his back for fourteen minutes. So Jones is a bit. I uh, probably won't even bet here. Yeah, I, I like Wood here as well. I mean, he's gonna. Yeah, I, I know what you meant. We we, <laughs> we know what was happening. Um, Wood's the better striker. Um, you know, he he might go to his wrestling because. Gross is going to be the the bigger, longer guy or whatever. Uh, Wood has more muscles, so he's actually the bigger guy in the real world. Um, but yeah, he can take Rosa down whenever he wants. And I, I think that uh, Wood, by decision, minus 130 is the... I, I think FanDuel still has that hanging around. That's probably the, the last worthwhile price that you're going to see there. It's starting to creep up like minus 160, minus 170, other places... Um, but yeah, it, Rosa's extremely tough to finish. Uh, Jimmy was pointing out in the chat that he's only ever been stopped once uh, against Burgos. And I think that probably continues here. Wood isn't like a, a crazy finisher or anything like that. And Rosa has great sub defense. Uh, he'll be in an arm triangle for like seven minutes in this fight and won't even come close to tapping. So Wood by decision, this one should be uh, pretty clean and easy for him. Lightweight division, we've got Mark D1 Casey taking on Demir Hadzovic. Or uh, th- this is one of those ones that they fuck up on on best fight odds. Oh, yes. Uh, Demir Hadzovir, because um, apparently they hate, uh, where's this dude from? Slovenia, Slovakia, Montenegro. He's got a weird Bosnia. Uh, Bosnia. Bosnia. He's the Bosnia Damn. bomber. Uh, I should have I should have gone with the alliteration. Damn it, uh, Sean. What are we thinking here? I think Daikis is going to wrestle. Uh, we'll see if if Hadzovic is going to be able to keep him off him. Um, it was always weird. Daikis, like, I always felt like he was should have been a better striker than than what he turned out to be. And when he couldn't grapple, he he ended up not doing well, which. Uh, is a bit surprising. So I think he's knows what's good for him in this, in this fight. And that's going to be the takedown Hadzovic. Um, I think he probably has success there. I'm not sure if he can get Hadzovic out of there just because he's not a great finisher. Um, so I think it's Daikisi by decision, but not West. betting that big line. Oh. Sorry. West. <laughs> yeah. I think when Daikisi, when, whenever he can, he can grab on dudes and, and is bigger and in control. He's he's very good in there. Um, when it, when he can, he he's got problems. And also, Diakis, he he does what he does too. Like he's gonna try to wrestle you. He he doesn't do things that he that he he knows he can't do well. And I think he can uh, grab on, wrestle, control to a couple rounds in this fight. Um, man. Playing him at minus three fifty or something though, like I've I've seen him too many times be in there tough with like not great dude. So uh, 
if if Hajovich is is anything, he he's a tough fucking dude, and he's gonna definitely stay in that fight. So it's not something I I really want to take a chance on. I, it it's probably gonna end up being Diakisi by fucking grappling the shit out of him and winning an easy decision. And I'm gonna be like, fuck, that was like a really easy parlay piece at minus three fifty. But I, I'll probably end up passing. But Diakisi's absolutely the pick by decision. Yeah, uh, Daikisi here for me as well. I don't want to sound too boring, but there's going to be a a lot of British guys grappling their way to decisions on this card, (laughs) uh, at at least so far. Um, Anybody that has tried to take down Hadzovic has been able to have a lot of success. I mean, even Yancy Medeiros in his last fight was able to take him down once he finally decided, hey, maybe I should try grappling with this guy. So... I, I think that Daikisi is going to get to that point a whole lot quicker than Yancey did. And probably looking at 30-27, not the most exciting fight in the world. Final prelim. This one should be fun because Mason Jones is all gas all the time. No defense. Uh, love it. And he's taken on Ludovic Klein, who... Apparently, once upon a time, head kicked people, but that version of him seems long gone. Sean? Yeah, both these guys have little to no defense. They uh, would rather just throw one and take one. Um, so I think this is going to be a fun fight. Um, yeah, I, I think Mason Jones, there's there's going to be a guy that is able to put some good hands on him and get him out of there. Is that going to be Klein? I, I probably not. That number is fucking wide though, and it seems to be continuing going because I, I just threw a, a half unit on on Klein at plus two ninety five. I thought that was a a decent number. I'm, I'm not expecting it to win, but now it's uh, you can get like plus three thirty five, three forty five, three thirty five at Mason. That's a that's a big number. Like he has great offense, but his defense is pretty bad. Um, it's just whether Klein can kind of take advantage of that. That is the question. Um, I think Mason Jones probably wins, but I uh, I had to throw a little bit on Klein here. Wesley. Yeah, I I do agree that Jones is probably a, a bulb that could that could probably go on the ground here soon uh de- definitely a fade in the in the future um man i'm just not really big on on climb man um i thought he was gonna be a little bit better uh than what he has been uh i guess that's a that that's a okay win last time out, but man M- mason jones probably wins this fight but but you're right and if you don't, if you don't really believe in Mason Jones, like it's not a, I'm not sure you're going to get better than plus 350 plus 400. If this gets there uh, by Saturday, uh, too many times against him. Um, I don't know. Maybe you do, but that line's getting a, a little bit wide. I, Klein, Klein's decent enough. Like um, maybe he catches something like, like Sean said, uh, Mason Jones will, He'll take a couple to give a couple. And does Klein have that power? I mean, he used to. He used to catch some guys. Uh, definitely a different level here, uh, of course. But uh, if this creeps up, you know, 
plus 375 or something like that, I might end up sprinkling. But pick is probably going to be Jones here. Uh, I think he wins more often than not. We'll see where the line Yeah, early in the week, um, somebody said, you know, Klein is uh, a a decent look as an underdog at plus 285. I think it might have been Steve, actually. Um, And I agreed at the time, but I looked into this one a little bit more, and I think this is Mason Jones all day. Um, Klein, coming up in weight, hasn't shown a whole lot of output, which means he's basically got to kill Mason Jones with one shot in this fight. And I don't think with Mason Jones coming forward at you at a ridiculous pace that Klein's going to have time to set up a head kick or anything like that. Um, if you're taking Klein, I'd probably look more at the the TKO prop. It's like plus 600. Uh, I think if he doesn't absolutely flatline Mason Jones in this one, he's either going to get out-volumed or he's going to get grappled to death. Uh, I'm I'm actually looking based on Klein's last couple performances where he's been very low output and gotten tired. Uh, I'm looking at Mason Jones round three. Uh, it's around plus 900. Uh, I don't have uh, 365 up right now. Sometimes they have some some outliers for round props, um, but if you know, even that plus 900 looks good to me. So. I'll, I'll probably uh, start up a, a little round robin and uh, Mason Jones round three is going to be part of that because I think he's just going to roll and only going to look stronger as this fight goes on. Moving up to the main card. And for some reason, again, they're starting the main card off with the main events. We got the ooze Vulcan Uzdemir taking on, the Berju, Pukreg, Pukreg. <laughs> That's nice. That's pretty good. Uh, I think it's going to be a sad day on Saturday. Um, yeah. These guys, I, these guys I hope will Vulcan convince... Ozemir's family isn't in attendance. <laughs> these guys will try to convince you otherwise. I, I just have a hard time seeing Paul Craig um, getting a sub here, and that's kind of the only way that I think he can win. Uh, Vulcan is not a dummy, I don't think, like Krilov. Um, I think Vulcan knows if this is on the feet, then he's winning. So I think for the the very few people at light heavyweight that are somewhat uh, intelligent or have somewhat intelligent fight IQ, I think he can, can do this, keep it on the feet, and he, he knocks out the Bear Jew. Wow. Mm. Wow. The anti-Semitism mm. is running rampant. I'm sorry. Wes, fix this man. Look, I know oh, Charlie Del Bronx compared the Bergen to the legend, the Brazilian legend Big Knot this week. I'm, I'm going to compare him in this fight to another Brazilian legend and Glover Teixeira because... That's what's going to happen in this fight. Uh, Volcan is going to fucking hurt Paul Craig. Volcan is going to get fucking stupid. He's going to go in and try to finish Paul Craig. And this is going to end up on the mat. And what happens when this ends up on the mat? I don't care if Paul Craig is fucking half conscious. He's going to catch Ozamir in a fucking sub. Paul Craig plus money. Paul Craig 
Basa, Berju one more time. I I don't know what else to add. I mean, Connor Connor talks about the red panty night, but it's gonna be like fucking Robbie Burns night in the stadium <laughs> in London after Paul Craig gets done with Ozdemir. I mean, this this idiot from Switzerland, he got taken down and subbed by Kelly Anunson back in Bellator. And I will never forget that fight because I was going into that and I was like, who it the fuck is Kelly Anunson? This guy stinks. Anybody fighting him that they're bringing in from Europe should beat the shit out of him. And then he got his life grappled out of him. And then comes over to the UFC, goes on the worst winning streak you've ever seen in your life, somehow gets to a title shot because he fought, got a bad decision against Off, and then fought the two chinniest motherfuckers that you've ever seen at 205 in your life, Jimmy Manoa and uh, and the Cirque. Um, and then... You know, we've actually seen the the real Ozdemir since then. Low volume, this power isn't crazy. And don't get me wrong, Paul Craig will get rocked. But you are not going to put this man out. He, he's going to do the, the Dubronx. He's going to be on his back. And he's just going to be waiting for you in that Bermuda Triangle. People <laughs> dive in there. They're never seen never, from again. Never come back. <laughs> Nope. You at don't least recover. not with all their at least not with all their limbs. They're missing <laughs> stuff. You gotta make a sacrifice to get out of that shit. Um yeah, honestly, I actually like Paul Craig in this fight. I didn't even play the sub here. I just played the money line because it was plus one fifty at the time. It's come down. I actually added a little bit more at plus one thirty one at Mason's. If he does not get knocked out, which I don't expect him to get knocked out. I think he's just going to honestly come forward and throw a bunch of shit at Ozdemir. And his striking is not great. It's gotten better. Uh, But he will actually strike and he'll actually throw everything at the wall. And that could be even enough to win rounds against Ozdemir because Ozdemir does not like to throw punches. When he wins decisions, they're super low volume. They could go either way. Uh, and maybe he wins this one because he rocks Baird you a couple times and, and gets the decision based on that. But finishing potential here, I think, is more for Baird you. And the the volume, I think he's going to be much more active than, than Ozdemir because he tries to force those grappling exchanges. And he'll pull guard. He'll drop to his back. Um, he can get takedowns against certain guys. So he's got a bunch of paths here. It's it's all about the Baird you. It's great. And it is, Lance isn't here, All but the way. obviously, it's Munich. Beautiful stuff. Uh, and then we go to uh, to meet Bali against Hannah Goldie. Hannah Goldie has an OnlyFans, Sean. I know, that's why this is hard, because <laughs> uh, McCann is a minus 400 favorite. In low-level women's MMA. So you know what you're supposed to do. But unfortunately, the other lady has an OnlyFans. 
So I I think those cancel out, and I'm just going to take Meatball, even though she is terrible. Oof. Wes? Man, I, I just I think she's horrible. Uh, I, I made some money early fading her. She's got back here a little bit late. Uh, but, man, this line is it's kind of crazy. I'm taking a little bit of plus two. Like, I, I'm fading this chick almost every fight, especially if I get plus two. I, I, don't, I don't care how bad Goldie is, what what she's showing on OnlyFans. Uh, as long as it's not a not trying to uh, move in on, oh, uh, what's her name, territory pizza. She should have that copyright at this point. I missed all of that, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> It sounded like um, it was gonna be a tremendous joke. No, we'll uh, we'll stay away from the OnlyFans and the feet and stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm oh, you're taking talking about feet lease. Police. Yeah, I, feet I, I told old Goldie to stay stay the fuck away from the the feet stuff. Like one, he knows one better. Chick, one chick's got that that market sold up. Locked down. Um, yeah, I mean McCann's probably gonna gonna win this fight, man, but. Seriously, I, I do not think she is good at all. Um, Goldie is going to go in there and at least throw dumb shit, maybe buy him or up, and I'll uh, I'll take a little shot there, plus 350. I'm, I'm going to take that almost against this point. Even I can't take the shot on Goldie here. Um, I think it's because she's a self-hating Jew. Um, and you know, we're all self-hating Jews a little bit, but she went to such a degree that she actually changed her name from Gold Schmidt to Goldie. And I just, I can't respect that. So, uh, even unless she gets a finish here, she is losing. There is no way that they're going to let her win a decision over Meat Bali in London. That's not going to happen. was looking at that inside the yeah that's that's how she's got to do it um also because meat bully is uh just she is the the female mongoloid of the the ufc she's just gonna come throw forward and throw wild shit um she'll probably bring like a, a stick on fire into the cage and start waving that around try and scare monsters away from the cave she just emerged from or some shit like that. Um, this is not a good fight. I get why it's on the main card. Uh, the crowd's <laughs> going to get rowdy for it. Um, yeah. And I just hope nobody hands her a belt after she wins this one because uh, it was oh. embarrassing. You know, uh, her, and, her and Patty win. They're going to be calling for fucking top 10 opponents and shit. I happen. hope they're calling for top ten opponents. <laughs> we're about that, to see. Yeah, when, that would be horrible for them. We're, we're about to see when the when the you know the squeaky wheel gets gets the attention when the fucking the purple or the rainbow haired one gets his fucking next step up in class. Oh my god! They're gonna throw like Patty on uh, on UFC 280 after this, facing like Guram or some shit like that. <laughs> Yes, please. Um, make him face Sarukian. There you go. Oh, that's yeah. that's a prelim fight. UFC. Hey, uh, no, who isn't Garmont? Didn't he get matched up? Isn't he on uh, against uh, Dariush? Dariush. Yeah, that's right. That's a great fight. 
Um, Wes was saying something very important there. Uh, moving up to light heavyweight, we've got MMA's Al Capone, Nikita Krilov, taking on... He's back, folks. Uh, and apparently back at 205, Alexander Gustafson. Sean, is this going to go well for MMA's favorite guy who almost won a title but never really got close to winning a title? I mean, got close to winning a fake title against uh, DC. That was pretty close. <laughs> um, I don't know. That was a sad display of, of himself against Verdum. Going up to heavyweight, just zero fucks. There's no way he trained at all for that fight. Um, that was... That was awesome to cash that on Verdum. Um, I think he's got an okay shot here. Like he, he, I hope he's training. I hope he's decent because I think if he's okay, he can win this fight somewhat easily. I think he can stuff the takedowns because Kreloff is a grappler now, uh, kind of always has been. But he, Gustafson has shown pretty good takedown uh, defense in in a long career. Um, I think Kriloff's going to get tired if, if he doesn't get many of these takedowns, and then Gus can kind of take over. Um, but it's Gus. He's been off again after being off again. You can't really trust this dude. So I, I got one unit on him, plus 162, just a small one. Uh, I, I, I could look very dumb if he shows up flabby and not giving a fuck again. Wes. Yeah, um, from from the little stuff I've seen, it it seems like Gus is actually taking this shit a little bit seriously. Um, looks in looks in decent shape. Dude's still only thirty five. Uh, sometimes taking a couple years off after something like that last time is is a good thing. Like you could tell, like I mean, that dude looked like absolute shit walking into that cage and walking out. Like that that was incredible to see. Um, like, I mean, if he's in taking this shit any bit seriously, I still think he's way better than Kryloff. Like, just way better. Um, yeah, this probably stays on the feet. Gus sits in rage and, and picks this dude apart, man. Um, at plus one seventy five, I'll roll the dice. I mean, it's it's nothing huge. I'm not like way overconfident in Gus here or anything, but. Uh, plus one seventy five against like I faded Kryloff so much I don't I don't know what the hype has been on him uh, since he came like back to the UFC I, people were telling me how he improved and all this he's still a dude that tries to get takedowns and and work from the top if he can't do that he's in he's in trouble uh, he's not taking Gus down it's not gonna happen here uh, take some plus one seventy five on Gus in here if I'm if I'm wrong I'm wrong. Uh, this maybe could have been another consensus because I actually love Gus in this fight. Uh, as Sean said, Krylov's a grappler now. And if there's one thing that Gus is good at, it is defensive grappling and turning that into his own offensive opportunities. Um, if he wants to, he can probably take Krylov down as well in, in this spot. And if this is on the feet, are you going to tell me that even a faded version of Gus is going to lose to, to Krylov on the feet? Krylov sucks. He doesn't even know how to throw a punch. He, he's been in the UFC for almost a decade now. 
in, in two different stints and can't throw a punch. Uh, I, I don't really understand this one. Uh, I know Gus has been off, uh, but it's not like he hasn't had fights booked. Um, he had something booked in 2021 and uh, that got scrapped because of an injury. He ha- was booked again against Rothwell, which I didn't love that idea um, earlier this year. And then Rothwell got released because I don't know what he did. He fucked a, a cheese wedge in Wisconsin or something like that. And they threw him in jail. I don't know uh, what you go to jail for in Wisconsin, but that sounds like something that might happen. And yeah, I I just think skill for skill, physicality-wise, if Gus, I think he has to get in shape for this fight. To get down to 205, he has to be in shape. And if he's in shape, it doesn't matter if he's been improving over the last couple of years. It's not like his chin was the problem or anything like that. I mean, he gassed and, and lost in round four to, to Smith, but he looked damn good in round three just before that. Um, honestly, as much as he looked physically bad in the Verdum fight, he looked all right early in that fight. It was like a weird, he stuffed a takedown and then he turned away out, like limp-legged out of the single leg and Verdum just sort of tackled him from behind kind of takedown. It was, it was a really weird takedown that yeah. not a lot of guys are going to be able to capitalize on, but he was facing probably the best submission grappler in the history of the heavyweight division. And you don't get away with that shit against Verdum. So I like Gus. I, I think he's going to keep this upright unless he wants to take it down. And he's probably going to box the shit out of to Krylov. And if he gets in danger, he's going to take it down and he's going to be fine here. So I took Gus plus 165. I was an idiot. Um, I'm tempted. If the line keeps going up plus, like higher than this plus 175, might even have to take a little bit more, but Gus is the pick for me and the play. Lightweight division. Jordan, love it or leave it, taking on. How is that not his nickname? Like, come on, what are we doing here? I, I need to be hired as a consultant for these assholes because yeah, they get help. punched in the head too much to come up with good nicknames themselves. Against Patty Pimblet, the baddie's all right. At least it rhymes. You always got to go with like alliteration or rhyme i mean those those are the two keys to a great nickname sean what's going to happen here i think this fight is a lot more competitive if it's a grappling fight um we've seen pimblet kind of struggle against some some decent grapplers uh before the ufc a little bit inside the ufc um if leave it is smart and he he um he pursues the grappling, forces the grappling, then I, I think he has a shot here. Uh, if if Pimblet's able to stuff some takedowns and keep this on the feet, then Levitt's probably going to catch a bunch on the, on the chin, and, and Pimblet will probably put him out. But um, I I missed the fade on, on uh, Andre Fialo against Jake Matthews. Um, the number just wasn't there. I don't want to miss something, fading Patty, because it's going to happen at some <laughs> point. Is it this one? Probably not, but I still had to sprinkle a half unit on, on leave it at plus 220, uh, just in case it is this time. Um, he is not good. I don't care how many fans he has. He's going to get fucked up soon, and we will cash. But he's a baddie. He's bad, all right. 
Wes? I mean, this kid is like, what, 20-something. He's already pushing, like, prime Ricky Hatton in the offseason. Like, this dude is stuffing That can't be good cheese, for your body to, to blow it up like that. Like, well, after, after going through that, how tough is the fight going to be? I mean, come on. He's already got the hard part out of the way. He made weight. He's good. Ask Johnny I mean, Hendricks about those big weight cuts to see how long they last. <laughs> He's a cop now. I'm glad because he can't fight for shit. <laughs> he had one good night. Uh, yep. He had a couple good yeah, nights. Yeah. I mean, I think Patty's already been kind of slightly exposed. Like, he's he's been, like, locked in a couple of his fights already. I mean, uh, he's got dudes out there. Like, don't get me wrong, the dude hits. If, if Levitt's going to stay up and, and try to box with He's gonna probably get smoked, dude. Um, uh, Levitt seems like a, a really smart fighter, though, and the dude that he he knows what he's got to do here. And um, I think we can see some grappling in this fight. I think Patty's very aggressive. He's gonna come in and, and be throwing shots and give opportunities for that takedown. Um, like Sean said, like he's he's been taken down in the past, um, hasn't improved probably. Um, Levitt's got some sneaky trips and stuff, though, man. So I, I do see this hitting the mat. Um, and if I get a little bit of time down there, I, I give uh, Levitt a, a little bit of a shot here. Um, I don't. I still don't think Patty's great. This is um, definitely a step up. I don't, I don't think this is a, is an easy fight for him, win or lose. Uh, at, at plus 210 or so, uh, I'll definitely have to take a little bit of that. Patty smokes him, he smokes him. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if, if this gets scrambly, though, and, and Levitt does find some kind of sub, man. Uh, I think him by sub is like plus 600 or something like that. That's uh, probably something else that I, I'm going to take a, a little bit of a sprinkle on. Patty gets me, gets me. I, I'm going to win some money against that dude, though. I, I don't think that sub prop is going to get there for you. I think if Levitt wins this fight, I think it's a decision. Um, and you know, just like you said, Patty is aggressive. He'll get into scrambles. He might lose position a couple times and Levitt's pretty good once he gets on top, but man, it's embarrassing to call what this guy does wrestling because he (laughs) sucks at it. (laughs) Offensively, defensively, it is hideous to watch. Uh, and I think the UFC knows exactly what they're doing in this fight. Uh, they've seen that, that Patty's got a little bit uh, rocked by the guys that he's faced so far. So they said, you know what? Who is the guy on the roster that has the least power that we've ever seen? Jordan Levitt, the, the twerk <laughs> dude. Uh, that's yeah. the guy. So that's why they match Patty up with him, because Patty is going to light him up on the feet. I don't think that Levitt really has a, a path to get this to the ground. Uh, you mentioned he's got some good, like, sneaky trips and stuff like that. Maybe he can hit one of those. Um, that's but about I, it. That's I, I, I think that's about <laughs> it. Um, so I like Patty here. Uh, I played the over one and a half at minus 125. I think that's silly. I don't think Patty has this insane stopping power that people think he does. He's just been fighting shitty fighters so far. Um, but we've seen, in, you know, I've been watching this dude in Cage Warriors for a while. He's got a lot of fights that, that go over, deep. Over one and a half, that's a good sign. I thought that was two and a half. 
That's kind of crazy. Yeah, I I was kind of shocked that it was that low. Um, I don't see Patty finishing him that quickly. And honestly, if Levitt wins, like I said, I think it's going to be more of a top control decision, which he's going to get screwed out of anyway. Um, so, yeah, I, I love that over one and a half. I didn't take a side on this one. If I'm picking it, it's going to be Patty, just because I really don't see the way there for Levitt. Co-main event, 185. Got the action man in action again. I mean, th- this dude is, sees more action than my action figures when I was a child. And I used to put them on the radiator and shit. Just melt those motherfuckers down. Um, he's old. He's a welterweight. But somehow... Yeah, I know. That was bad. <laughs> I, I didn't didn't know where I was going. Didn't know where I was going with it. It was just... It was in shambles the whole it was way. a journey. Yep. Uh, anyways, he's old, he's a welterweight, he's got good takedown defense, and he's made all of that work with the guys that he's faced so far in the UFC. Can he do it again against, like, a top 10 middleweight, Sean? I don't know. I don't really have a good read on this fight. Um, Curtis, he... The guys that he's fought have been very flawed fighters, and they seem to, like, match up with his... Uh, his skills. This is another one where, yeah, like if, if his takedown defense does stand up, he's got decent hands on the feet. He's got good power. Then he's probably going to have success on the feet and, and be able to, to win. Can he get Hermanson out of there? I, I'm not sure, but he also is fighting a guy that is a big middleweight and is a, a pretty good grappler. Like this guy, Vieira is obviously a better sub guy, but his takedowns are atrocious. Hermanson <laughs> actually has takedowns. Um, so I think we're going to learn a lot here. I just I, I just don't know. Uh, Hermanson did better on the feet against Strickland than I, than I really expected. So, so maybe he's making some strides. So even if, if Curtis is able to stuff the takedowns, he, he can do all right on the feet. I got to take the, the true 185 or the guy that's fought way better competition. Uh, I'll pick Hermanson, but I'm not betting it. Wes? Yeah, I, I think that's the, the big thing here. It's like Vieira, his, his takedowns are just so bad. He was shooting so far. Just so bad. Now, credit to Curtis for stopping all of them and just looking mm-hmm. incredible. Um, Hermanson's just he's a different skill and like he's going to try to get a hold of Curtis. He's going to try to pull him to the ground. He's, he's got just different stuff, like body stuff, upper body stuff that, that he's going to work. Um, that's the stuff that we haven't seen Curtis have to deal with. Can he deal with that stuff? I mean, maybe like he's, he's looked pretty fucking good uh, on, on this run, man. Um I'm kind of with Sean, though. Like, I, I got to side with the guy that I, I think has a way better chance of getting this to the mat. It's a true 185-er fault. Great competition, like Sean Ancha also mentioned. Um, his hands look look okay against Strickland. Uh, didn't look bad at all. Um, I, I haven't bet it yet. That this is going to be kind of one that, if I had, it's, it's going to be one of my last ones. Um Definitely going to pick her Manson here. Um, if if Curtis can 
can stop all all of the the grinding and and the takedowns from your mats. And on on the feet, it, it's it's probably close. The the man could pull off a, a, another one, dude. I, I wouldn't be shocked. So I'm uh, gonna pick the more proven guy here, uh, but no no bet as right now. Yeah, I, it, it's weird with Chris Curtis because I feel like people are looking at the last I don't know. 12 months, eight months, however long he's been in the UFC and being like, Oh man, this dude is great. Um, he's the greatest fighter ever. Nobody can ever take him down. He's got the greatest takedown defense you've ever seen. Nobody's ever punched the body before in MMA. He's the greatest body puncher you've ever seen. He's got the greatest cardio you've ever seen. Like people are just getting a, a little bit out of control when it comes to Chris Curtis he should have been in the UFC several years ago, but there's a reason that he wasn't. And that's that, like, he's good, but he's not title contender good. And uh, pick this one up listening to uh, our boy Aaron Bronstadter's podcast, uh, Jack Ehrmanson. Ehrmanson is Ehrman. the uh, correct, uh, correct pronunciation. I don't know if... Uh, Michael Jordan went over there and, and did some, <laughs> some stuff with the Swedish models back in the day, but uh, could be what happened. Not saying, just saying. Um, Jack Hermanson is, he's good, man. Um, as, as Wes said, it's one thing to defend a shot from Adolfo Vieira from halfway across the cage. It's a different thing to get tied up in the clinch with a Greco wrestler who's way bigger than you. And when he hoists you up on double underhooks, you're going to be on your tippy toes. If you're even on your feet at all, um, because they say Chris Curtis is five ten, but I don't think he's going to look five ten standing next to, to Jack Hermanson when they're, they're in this fight. So big size advantage. I actually think on the outside that of the two of these guys, Hermanson's the better kicker too. Um, he's a little bit longer. I think he's going to struggle with his hands because Chris Curtis has really good hands, but he's going to be able to kick Chris Curtis's legs because Curtis is looking to stand in the pocket and counter everything that you're throwing. Uh, he's going to be able to kick him to the body. And if Curtis comes forward, he's going to be able to lock him up in a, in a body lock. And I think that's a little bit different. Uh, like I said, that Adolfo Vieira shooting takedowns who can't wrestle from, from halfway across the cage. So even if he can't get takedowns against Curtis, he's going to uh, throw him up against the cage, manhandle him a little bit. I don't think cardio is a big concern here for Hermanson. And uh, I, I'd like him to get his way to a decision. Uh, sub is always a possibility because honestly, he's a better submission threat than he is uh, a wrestler. I just think that, what people thought Vieira was going to do to Curtis is what Hermanson's actually going to do to him. So I took Hermanson plus 110. Uh, that is long gone. I'm a fraud. I know. Um, but that was my bet here. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of confident in it. Um, there's ways that Curtis can win this fight. I, I just think that Hermanson has to fight a really bad fight for Curtis to be able to pull those off. Main event time, heavyweight division, actually a good heavyweight fight. And not just good because it means anything, uh, but good because like there's two heavyweights who are 
actually good at fighting. It's it's shocking. We got Curtis Blades taking on Tom Aspinall. Sean, how is this one going to go wrong? That's a good question. I've uh, <laughs> heavyweight has been pretty pretty mean to me in, in the past. Uh, whether it's Curtis Blades getting knocked the fuck out by Derek Lewis or Overeem getting knocked the fuck out by Rosenstruck. There's there's some some rough ones there. So I've tried not to bet too much on on heavyweights uh, because dumb shit seems to happen a decent amount. Andre decisions. Just bet them over and over. That's the only uh, yeah, that's the only one that you can fatty's count on. Fatty. Fatty's uh, and Andre decisions. Those are those are two clutch uh heavyweight bets but um Aspinall is good what he did what he did to Volkov was was very impressive to get him out of there like that um very impressive I still think he is fairly unproven he has been out of the first round three times uh in 14 fights never been to the third round he I mean good on you he's putting these guys out that's what he's supposed to do that being said he's there's not really a, a heavyweight fighter like Curtis Blades. There really isn't. Um, I Yes, he has a 100% takedown defense. Aspinall does, but the guys who face are, are not yeah. Curtis Blades. It means nothing, really. <laughs> um, we know Curtis Blades can go five rounds. It might get boring at times, but he, he does have the gas to go five rounds, even though he does... A little late, he can get a little sleepy and tired. But um, I don't know if Aspinall, if if he's grappling, you know, for two rounds straight, what he's going to look like in the third and fourth round. I don't know. Um, Blades is to me the second best heavyweight in the world. He just has some. He's fought Behind Derek the Lewis. hog twice. He's fought the hog twice, and he got Derek Lewis. That's the way it goes. Um, Who also beat his, the hog. Lest we forget. True. Um, <laughs> Blades of striking looked decent last time. I know he's putting in time with in in Colorado there. I I think he can compete on the feet with Aspinall. I think he can outgrapple the shit out of Aspinall. And I'm not sure what Aspinall can do on his back. I just kind of have to go with the guy that really only loses to the Hog and Derek Lewis's patented move. Uh, the finisher. So I, I took Blades plus 119 for a unit and a half. Um, if all gets by Blades, then he's the real fucking deal because I, I think Blades is that good where he is not going to lose to very many guys. Wes? Yeah, I mean, Curtis Blades is the second best. If Tom Aspinall beats him, like that's legitimate. There, there is no more um, the Bokoff win was was nice, but come on, man! Like Bokoff literally just got got his shit taken down and took out like that. There was no resistance whatsoever. Uh, nice win. He he got it done. Not taking anything from it, but we know Bokoff is nothing off his back or even on the mat. Like the dude just ain't the same anymore. Um, I, I think this is just gonna. Look like a Curtis Blades fight, man. Um, can't tell me Tom Aspinall is a better wrestler, grinder, grappler than Curtis Blades. Just, I ain't seen it. He's fighting bums outside of Bokov. Um, if he um, 
if he beats Blades in that kind of a fight, which it's going to be that, if he wants to win, he's going to have to grind. But this isn't going to be fucking them on the feet, fucking kickboxing. Unless he catches him early, I just I can't see that. Um, I just don't see him out grinding. I, I've seen Blades do it. Like, we, we've all seen it. Um, we know he can go 20, 25 minutes. I ain't seen it from Aspinall. Uh, this is all your – it's all potential here that, that you're betting on. Um, I just I, – I've seen Blades do it. I think he can do it again here. I just think he's slightly better in every round than Aspinall. Maybe Aspinall is the goods. Uh, we'll find out. Plus money on, on Curtis Blades, who's proven probably – the second best heavyweight in the world right now, plus money uh, on potential on fucking against a guy that, that you think has people think has all this potential. I'll take blades, man. Uh, as a dog, I, I like him quite a bit in this fight. I, I took Volkov last time against Aspinall. You learned your lesson um, because <laughs> I did too. I was I like, did too. I was like, Hey, Hey, what happens? What happens if he, if he gets out? He gets pushed. He goes to, you know, gets into the deep waters. Um, and maybe that's possible uh, against Blades here. But in terms of skills, Aspinall is so much better than Curtis Blades. Curtis Blades has gotten through his entire career by being a giant human who can run forward and run into other less giant humans who are less athletic than him have no balance. And then he ends up on top of them. Uh, And once he actually gets into that situation, he's a great mat wrestler. Um, Once he gets a hold of you, he can take guys down. He can hold on to them. He can keep getting takedowns and mat returns and and all that fun stuff. Uh, I still don't think he does a ton of damage with his ground and pound. So I don't think that's a big threat here. But this is the very rare Curtis Blades fight where he is not the better athlete in this fight. He's not the bigger guy. He's not the faster guy. He's not the stronger guy in this fight. I think that Tom Aspinall is a significantly better athlete than Curtis Blades. If this plays out on the feet for any length of time, huge advantage to Aspinall. And we've seen that Blades is much more content to keep fights on the feet of late. Um, And not necessarily when you think he'd want to. Like against Derek Lewis, he was like, hey, I'm going to strike with you. This is your only chance to win this fight. And I could probably take you down anytime that I want. He's pretty good. good. He he was terrified of that uppercut. And that's that's why he didn't take him down. I don't know if he's terrified of what uh, Aspinall is going to throw. He, he probably might, should. He be. might. He probably should be, but I don't know if he is though. I I don't even think that Blades has a bad chin. I actually think Blades has an excellent chin. I think Blades has terrible defense to go along with a good chin, and eventually at heavyweight, that's going to catch up with you. It has a few times against the right matchups, but you know, Wes was talking about oh, you know, Aspinall took Volkov down, and that was no resistance. I mean, Volkov's got nothing on the ground. Then why did he get up 14 times against Blades, gas him out, and then beat his ass in the fifth round? Like I, I, recently, Volkov has looked a little different. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I, I just think fair, he looks fair. Looks okay. like he got old quick. Uh, for yeah. some, 
Still a great win, man. He, I, I'm not taking nice. that. I, that was a great win. He demolished Volkov. Like, People don't do that to Volkov. So, and, and then the other thing is, if Blades does actually get takedowns, which I don't think is a given here. I mean, if you look through some of his fights, there's some guys that he can just run straight through, take him down whenever he wants. And then he fights Junior Dos Santos. Can't take him down at all. I mean, he got lucky that Junior was completely washed at that point, and he was able to knock him out on the feet. Go back further. He went 0 for 13 on takedowns against Daniel Omenlanchuk. Yeah, but he'll, but he'll also get around on your back standing up and just fucking hammer you and pound you with 150 fucking punches on the feet or grinding on your back. He doesn't necessarily have to get an outright takedown on a dude uh, to do that. Yeah, That's fair. You, you can hold up littler guys against the cage and land shots against them. I think people underrate the size of Tom Aspinall and the athleticism of Tom Aspinall. And I think we're going to see that on Saturday night. I don't think that Blades is going to have an easy time getting him to the ground. I think even if he does ha- get him to the ground, that Aspinall is actually, like, he can actually do jujitsu. Most heavyweights can't. Uh, I don't think that he's going to just get settled with blades on top of him. I think he'll be able to work back to his feet. And then it comes down to the cardio. And we don't know. And honestly, that's why I don't blame you guys for taking a shot on blades. Because he might fade at some point. Um, You know, we saw in the Arlovsky fight that he unloaded the entire clip trying to get Arlovsky out of there. Uh, but he was, like, going to the body and shit and didn't just punch Arlovsky in the face. Uh, and Arlovsky had that metal plate installed on his chin so he doesn't get knocked out anymore. Uh, so eventually, Aspinall just went to his grappling. Uh, and honestly, I, I wouldn't be shocked if, if Aspinall shoots a takedown or two on Blades here. Uh, when I've watched them, Aspinall shoots better takedowns than Blades. Like, technically... As I've mentioned multiple times, Blades just runs forward at guys and they fall over. Aspinall can actually shoot a takedown. I don't nec- I don't think he's a better wrestler. I- I'm not saying that. He's shooting like, he him take- on, on Jake Collier and fucking Alan Badu and shit. <laughs> like- yeah, but they look good. He knows <laughs> what he's doing. He can grapple. I, I just think that every skill-, every skill advantage here goes to Aspinall. I think the athletic advantages go to Aspinall. And if Blades can survive all of that and grind him down, then Blades can win this fight. Um, But I did play Tom Aspinall, minus 125, two units, (laughs) doubled it up on this one. Um, Yeah, the the Brits are are going nuts. Um, You know, it's going to be the Scottish... The, the British, the Welsh, everybody but the Irish is invited. Uh, Rory McDonald's not even, or Rory, uh, Rory McElroy, he's not even invited. Those Northern Irish, pff, fuck those guys. Um, it, it's going to be a party in London, and, and the fans are going to go home happy because Tom Aspinall is going to officially announce his arrival at the top of the heavyweight division. And then he's going to go on to beat everybody's least favorite fighter, Cyril Gunn. Uh, I'm going to have to be... sign over my, my Twitter handle to you, Brad. I, I think you're, it's time for you to take, 
pick this on. Like, I'll, I'll I'll start a new one. True GB fan. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I'll, I'll yeah, you even you even wore the UK hat tonight, and you're not yeah, even. He was, he, you're not even betting. Oh, I'm like, what's going I'm on? Like fade, I'm trying to fade all kinds of these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm looking at fades on all of them. What a fraud. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> That is going to do it for the MMA analysis this week. I know we took a long time. There were 14 fights on this card. What the fuck? Yeah, too, many. too many. Fights. Too many. Um, fun card. But fun card, uh, morning or afternoon card, depending on where you live, which I kind of enjoy during the summer because I can watch it and then go outside and still do shit. Um, prefer these to like the 4 o'clock or 6 o'clock starts. So we'll have a good time on Saturday. And we will be back next week for whatever the hell the fight card is next week. Um, uh, sure it'll UFC be fun. 277. Pena versus Nunez 2. Ooh, maybe we won't be back. We'll see. <laughs> Wes, how's the, how's the Ultimate Fighter going this year? Oh, my God. I, I haven't watched it yet. What? This I know you only watch it. You know it's bad when, was, when Wes isn't watching I'm, it. I'm gonna watch it, but I'm just gonna binge it one night. But, man, I got a got a kid now, man. It's hard to keep up with half the shit I watch anymore. Terrible. <laughs> well, we will be back next week to to break down that heap, and uh, we'll all probably bet on Julian Pena again because why the hell not? As somebody said earlier in the chat, mom quit. <laughs>